0: Hey everyone, this is Anthony with uh, Bangin' Beer's podcast. So today we're sitting down with the creators and owners of First Sip Brew Box. It's a monthly subscription box, and uh, this episode's going to be a double collab episode. So he's recording it on his end for his channel, and I'm also recording it on my end for our channel. So uh, when you hear the intro, it may be a little different what you're used to, but this is why I'm recording it now. So sit back, relax, and here's our interview with First Sip Brew Box. See you then.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to another edition Daily Sip. This is going to be a fun one, like it is every single time. I know you guys are out there enjoying it. Uh, This one, we are joined by Tony, a.k.a. Anthony, a.k.a. Bangin' Beers Podcast. He does a lot of really cool stuff, but I'm not going to steal his thunder. Anthony, tell the people what's up.
0: What is going on, everybody? Uh, Yeah, this is... Let me turn my... That's a hair. Yeah, give a little bit of bump there. All right. So yeah, this is Anthony uh, with um, the IWEP Network. Uh, I'm a a podcast networking guy. I do a bunch of different shows, but we're here to talk about Bang and Beer's podcast. Um, It's it's me and a bunch of my buddies. We sit down and we're from. Schuylkill County, Pennsylvania. So we're northeast Ooh. Pennsylvania. Um, if I told you the town, you probably wouldn't know it. But if you're beer drinkers, we are literally a five minute drive away from Pottsville, Pennsylvania, which oh, is home Pottsville. of the king of the craft beers, Yingling, pa- Yingling Beers. So that's the that OG. Yeah, so that's a little idea where we're, we're like, I'm like a stone throw away from, from there. So we're from Schuylkill County, Pennsylvania. We do beer reviews um, and we, we kind of bring a different light to the beer world. Because I know like a lot of people live in big, bigger cities and stuff So we really don't have breweries in our backyard We have like maybe one or two But you know you live in a Pittsburgh or a Harrisburg or Philadelphia And you can literally There's like a hundred different breweries in your backyard So we really rely on distribution And then travel um, And craft beer is big in our area But not super big So we're trying to bring it more to the limelight in our area And, and, uh, and help expose the, uh, the amazing Pen- uh, Pennsylvania breweries We have in our own backyard
1: Hex, yeah, not everyone could be, you know, super spoiled with 50, 60 breweries. Yeah. But it sounds like you definitely have some gems out there.
0: Yeah, yeah, we have some really good stuff out here. Um, we have we have really cool stuff that goes on, like Brewfest. We have really good Brew Fest in our, in our area. But so it's definitely, definitely growing, not because of us, because, you know, the brewery's hard work, but we try to just help right. push it along and, and help get some exposure and do some beer reviews and sit down and have cool conversations.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, that's definitely what it's all. And I think that's what uh, craft beer is kind of all about, Mm -hmm. right? Getting people together that have those conversations over a brew. um, That's kind of how we fell in love with the whole industry. We went to one of our first breweries. Believe it or not, it was actually in uh, North Carolina uh, in, in the Smoky Mountains. And uh, in Bryson City, we went in. It was one of those little mountain towns where everything closed at 9 p.m. The only thing that was open was the brewery. Yep. And, you know, folks getting off of work in there, having beers together. There was a dog running around, kids playing board games. I was like, man, this is awesome. Yep. So we, we so just like yourself, just falling in love with that.
0: Yeah, our format to our show is 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 uh, very similar to what we're doing here. Very unscripted, just natural conversation. The best way I can describe what we do is it's we are a, a beer club that's that you can listen in on. You're a fly in the wall in a beer club is the best Ooh. way to, yeah. So we each bring a couple of beers and then we, we review the beers. We use untapped very heavily. Um, so our our beer our podcast is very heavily run untapped, and then we just uh, we drink and then talk about
1: beers. That is awesome. So how many of you guys are there?
0: Um, It fluctuates, because sometimes people can make it, sometimes people can't make it. It's always about three or four of us. Um, It was started by me and my buddy Ben, and then we slowly added some people in. We used to do guest spots a lot, so we'd have people come on and and, uh, like local bands or local people in the area, or maybe people who are brand new. I mean, we still do have guest spots, but it was something we did every week. And then it got to the point where like... Someone comes to the show and they're not big craft beer drinkers, and then we right. hit them with like four or five nine percent beers, and uh, <laughs> then they're they're on my couch for the next four hour four or five hours. Oh, yeah. So I was like, you know what, I need to get a stable of people who are craft beer drinkers. So it's so I don't have people hanging out here for the next twelve hours after a
1: show. You know, right? So you're <laughs> running a uh, podcast and you know like a hostel. Yeah, like a, <laughs> an
0: Airbnb. Yeah, it's, it was yeah. it was
1: <laughs> that is awesome. So what what do you have in your glass? I'm going to start pouring. So I'm drinking
0: by. one of two beers right now. So this is the Social Distancing by Abomination. Um, so I have two versions of this. We I had three, but the one can went really, really quick. So this is the, um, the Pillaroo Brewing Company and Tattered Flag collaboration with Abomination. So oh,
1: man.
0: Tattered Flag is a veteran-owned brewery out um, at of at Middleton, Pennsylvania. They make yep. amazing beer. And the Pillaroo Brewing Company is is a is a nano brewery out of uh, Pennsylvania. They are opening their own business very very soon. Opening their own down in downtown Pottsville. That should be coming very very soon. But the guys behind that project also do the Schuylkill County Brew Fest, which is a absolute blast. It started in a little tiny field in Frackville. And now it, it takes up three or four city blocks in downtown Pottsville once Ew. a year. Yeah, and they do it twice a year. They do one in the, the summertime, and they do one right around Thanksgiving called Brewsgiving. And um, the coolest part about them is they do a brewfest, but it's also like wrestling themed, which I'm all about. I'm a big wrestling fan. So they have a title belt. It's a wrestling title belt. And oh, all these different breweries bring a special beer for that day and then everyone who comes gets a chip, and they put it in their favorite beer of the day, and then the brewery leaves with a title belt.
1: Wow. Yeah, so actually that is insane. <laughs> Tattered Flag won
0: last year, so they did a collaboration with them for this beer, and then they do a Brews Giving one, and that one is really cool because it's, uh, it's a tag team belt. So they get breweries to team up and do collaborations together, and they do the same style where they come in, they bring their thing that's best voted, and then those two breweries are the tag team champs of the year.
1: Wow. It's a lot of fun.
0: It's a lot of that,
1: fun. That would be killer to go to. What time of year is that normally held?
0: It was supposed to be a couple weeks ago. Um, mm. but of course with the COVID. So they are looking to possibly do August this year.
1: Man, that would be pretty cool if we can make it out there for that. That 100. sounds like a great time. Listen, we're definitely, there's
0: tons of Airbnbs out here. There's a hotel right up the street. You should definitely come out.
1: Absolutely. And we're uh we know Pat and the gang down at Tattered Flag. we did a veterans beer collaboration at breweries and pa get put together yeah we were a part of that we uh after we the brew day we actually went down to Tattered flag and hung out and those guys they have such good beer and everything going on how so, about the food there a, yeah oh. so what i'm sneaking into right here oh man this is big so i actually did a Ooh. growler fill uh right before recording actually i uh, went down to good old lincoln avenue brewery Located in Bellevue, Pennsylvania, they're right down the road from us. Uh, Grant, great guy, he actually uh, helped change some of the legislation in Bellevue in that town itself, because wow. historically it was a dry town till he created his brewery around 2018. He was actually one of the guys that went door to door, knocking on everyone's door, getting them to sign petitions and help put forward legislation so they can get some type of libations in that town. Uh, so he's he, he definitely paved the way uh, for craft beer in Bellevue. Um, and he's a great guy. He posted today that they were doing uh, meatball subs down there. And my wife and I were suckers for a couple really good meatball subs. And he makes some of the best ones like the season, meat, fresh bread, fresh cheese. So literally had to go down, grab a bunch of that. And I was like, hey, man, what you got on tap? They <laughs> <laughs> let me know he had a uh, Vienna logger and that's what I went ahead and Oh
0: you're talking the now you're talking loggers, I'm a logger guy. <laughs> if I could find a logger or Pilsner man, I I'm all about it. That's my that's my go to. Um I mean I do like my IPAs and stuff, but uh I always tend to if I see a logger on tap I mean I'm from Pottsville, I'm from the Pottsville area, so yep, you know we're you don't born have a choice. we're born in on lagers. Yeah, we're born on loggers. <laughs> <laughs> What what kind of glassware you got? I'm a big we're big glassware guys too.
1: Oh uh, yeah. Well, the glassware that I have is actually one of our own little uh, little branded guys. We actually have our own first hit brew box. Glasses oh, I like that standard pint glass. I thought would work perfectly uh, for this brew. My wife needs to take a picture of it, so I have yeah. to put that beer on layaway. <laughs> so this
0: one, this is from True Class Glass. This is the mm. Mancho Man Randy Savage Glass. Look at that look. sexiness. Um, like I said, I'm a big wrestling nerd. I, uh, yep, I am. I had to look down to make sure. I have a t-shirt problem, right? <laughs> My wife, she loves it. She, it's her favorite thing about me is I own about 450 t-shirts. I'm being very Damn. sarcastic. She does not love it at all. But I'm wearing, I'm wearing a <laughs> Kenny Omega shirt right now.
1: Nice. I actually thought maybe she did like it. No, she hates it. Wives love wearing our shirts, so I didn't know if that was. She likes wearing them, but she
0: she hates the fact that there's over 450, and I took up two closets. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: Just taking up all the room with them. (laughs) Yep. That's pretty dope. Uh, Well, it looks like I'm allowed to have my beer now. (laughs) So let me look at that. Solid head. Head retention on that brew. Nice, good color. Nice and clear. Look at that. Wow. You could tell I really cleaned out this glass too. The dirty glass mafia is not going to come and get me. <laughs> Ooh.
0: I love the logo to your to your to your business too. It's awesome. Oh, thank you. I, I think Pittsburgh, man. I think of the bridges. So I think it's really cool that you incorporated that.
1: It was important. Wow, that is good. There is like a spicy, not spicy like heat, just spicy as in, I guess not. Not one-dimensional. There's mm-hmm. a lot of complexities going on here. Um, with a slightly dry finish, you could tell there's still a hot profile here. Wow, this is good. Jesus, Grant, good job.
0: <laughs> I think you're, you're gonna make me. You're gonna make me drive to Lincoln Avenue soon.
1: Oh, heck, yeah! Well, I can't wait for him to start canning. Uh, then uh, we can, uh, you know, send you some some care packages and everything out oh, your way. Yes, <laughs> yes. I, I, I wouldn't trust sending a growler. No, there. <laughs> and
0: growlers, I mean, I, I, I understand why they have to do growlers, um, mm-hmm. you know, so everyone has to grow and have to do things, but canning is so important, especially to where we're from, because for the biggest thing is we we really rely on, on cans, because we live so far away from everything, so distrib- right, distrib- distribution and canning re- and bottling really helps us in, in our location in Pennsylvania, because we have to tr- either travel or we have to rely on getting beer into... Um, beer places in our area so that's that's the thing we're right. trying to do too is like we can get in contact with a brewery and be like hey we're only like an hour away and we have so many people who like your beers if you can like you know supply a bar because we have a lot of bars in our area that right go, at least go, send a keg down or yeah something. a keg or a, you know a case a case of cans and then this way people can can purchase them when usually nine times out of ten if a if like a a a beer, a beer area a beer thing in our area a beer distributor gets a case of cans or a case of anything it's gone very very quickly people snatch wow. it up because that, that, that it's it's in higher demand in
1: our area right and that's crazy just thinking about you know the the difference in the culture difference in the demographics i hear those those lines and people waiting to scoop up all the cans that's traditionally all at breweries yep very rarely do you hear about does it happen absolutely beer distributors do you know sell out of of some unique stuff that they get in but you never really hear about it so it's kind of cool to see it on the other end yeah. and breweries need to adapt to that right so do you see a lot of that where the breweries tend to okay I, now I see that we have to start canning or is that something that they kind of learn and then maybe a year down the road you see them start canning
0: it's I mean we a lot of uh, a lot of the stuff in our area is very heavily canned or bottled but the thing is I don't think they realize how how much of our area school county is like deprived of it you know so I, right. I think that's a good thing that we we bring to the table is bringing it like to the light that like not every not it's not regularly available you know they 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 look at you know their own kind of radius and they say well we're doing really well here but there's a right. whole nother side of the pennsylvania who love your beers that want more of it you know
1: absolutely absolutely and, and growlers are great but are you really going to, what are they, 32, 64 ounces? Are you really going to drink all that by, I mean, maybe you will. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I, I, like, I like getting a can or a bottle sometimes, let it, like, you let it sit a couple of days, especially if it's a different style, like a, a stout or a, or, a, or a sour or something. You let it sit a couple right. of days. Or sometimes you even get an IPA and it's super fresh and it has that, that hop heat and it's still kind of, so you let it sit a day or two and it kind of mellows out. You really get that flavor profile. So, right. so I think canning is cool in that aspect too
1: absolutely and it gives you the ability to you know get multiple things from that brewery mm-hmm. you know it, there's no no matter if it's your favorite brewery in the world you're not leaving with four or five growlers i mean i number one i don't even think that's legal yeah <laughs> just the just the amount of volume that well, you're know, like, like a
0: bootlegger <laughs> you're filling your car up with jars
1: <laughs> it's covid you yeah. gotta prepare
0: <laughs> <laughs> so how did how did you guys start uh first sip box and and how did this all come about
1: yeah, so good question. So we it, it, kind of right when I told you about that story, uh, when we went down to North Carolina, it was on the way back that my wife and I we were like, OK, we really enjoyed everything about the industry. So how about we uh, start our own brewery? Like we did all the work. We went to a brewery like that's all it takes.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's all you need.
1: <laughs> and we were just, you know, joking around on the way back. OK, if we had a brewery, what would we call it? We were like first sip because, you know, you like something from the first sip.
0: Mm-hmm. So we were like,
1: "Cool, organic. We love it. Let's go with that." All right, next step two. Now open a brewery, <laughs> and then you know we did tons of market research. This was back in 2014, and even back in 2014, breweries were starting to pop up all over you know around Pittsburgh and Western Pennsylvania. I mean, they were just growing like weeds, and you know, obviously that was throughout the whole the whole U.S. Um, Specifically to us, we're like, okay, so there's going to be a lot of competition out there, and then we learned that it's going to cost you know half a million dollars unless you're getting now most of them, even if you are getting used equipment you know depending upon you know what property and everything that you're getting what work it needs nothing set up to be a brewery unless you're buying a brewery mm-hmm. you know yeah uh, so we decided uh, it was important to us to own our own company not go out and get investors VC capitalists all that type of stuff so then we decided to pivot we're like oh we can just send beer in the mail it's now legal in pennsylvania and we reached out to the liquor control board legal counsel, all that stuff for the state of pennsylvania and we asked them hey this is what we want to do they were like, you know, that's cool. You're one of the first people looking to really push this with your own thing uh, here in the state. So uh, just to be safe, how about you buy a beer distributor or a restaurant and then buy all the licensing and permits and then the attach to it? And then at that point, you'll be able to do it. I'm like, OK, we're right back at five hundred thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah. You know, so we really that stuff that. changes soon. Yeah. We realized if we wanted to penetrate this industry, it's either we have to have powerful you know, connections or a lot of you know, liquidity or capital. And we didn't have either. We're just a husband, wife, army veteran, social worker. Like we don't have uh, that type of stuff. We're all about the heart and hustle. Uh, so what we ended up doing, we're like, if we're going to penetrate this industry, we have to do our own thing. And that's what we did instead of sending beer out in the mail we we send out the the story of the brewery the merchandise the glassware the koozies coaster stickers and instead of um competing with breweries you know by opening up our own we now partner yep. with all the breweries out there then we do one thing that no one else in the country does we connect the brewery the small businesses that make things out of beer whether it's beer soaps beer beard bombs uh it could literally be beer shampoo uh, beer pretzels i actually have some <laughs> it's like i'm prepared <laughs> nice it can literally be anything and we put it all together and that now allows us to ship out to uh, any country since we're not shipping out alcohol so we've had customers in five different countries 200 cities 48 states uh we haven't gotten to north and south dakota yet i don't even know if they have internet out there i don't know yeah. what's going on so so, so
0: you have you have Pennsylvania is it you pretty much focus on Pennsylvania breweries or breweries all over the state breweries over the country all the country awesome awesome that's that's really really cool
1: absolutely we've worked with you know Stone Brewing New Belgium Avery Odd Otter out in Washington the whole way to Geary Brewing up in the New England area uh Strange Ways down in Virginia and then obviously a lot of uh Pennsylvania specific breweries uh we're very relationship based and we much rather, you know, if we can work with people that we can go in, shake their hand, hang out with them. You know, that's kind of how we redo business. Um, But we, we do, work with any brewery in the country that's i don't say any obviously we have certain like stipulations of who would work with um but the smaller the better to be honest because our big thing is the best friend of a small business is another small business
0: yeah so if someone from our end were to get your box i see i know you guys have uh, what three different tiers yes what 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 does each tier entail and what what are something you can expect every month is it monthly or bi-monthly
1: it's monthly monthly so and then if it's an emergency you know last minute shopping we can ship you know within 48 hours as well if needed
0: cool so what are some things you can expect in your box and what are the three different tiers
1: yeah so our initial tier is our brewmaster that's going to be all the unique things from the brewery t-shirt pint glass stickers koozies coasters whatever you know the brewery has and we typically have shifted a little bit from including like a brewery specific shirt because all the small breweries, they can't afford to send out a hundred, 200 like, you know, shirts to us to have us send out. Yeah. So we've been focusing more on doing a collaboration design and we get them printed here locally to us. Cool. Um, so that tends so it's, like, to, it's like an exclusive you know, shirt. Yeah. Yep. That, so that that's tends the way to, to do it. help us out a little bit. So for an example, this literally just got dropped off last night. So you guys are the first one seeing it. Um, in the flesh so this is one of them that oh that's done. awesome we did one we did these guys uh to help give back to the folks on the front line for uh covid um 10 of all shirts and boxes uh go back to sending care packages out to these guys i love it so that would be things that you would expect in the brewmaster. And then when it goes up to the enthusiast level, that is those type of uh, apparel items mixed with different lifestyle items, whether it's beer soap, beer bomb, beer pretzels, beer shampoo, beer coffee, <laughs> like literally all that good fun stuff. And then when you go up to the connoisseur level, that's every month we tend to get some uh, exclusive gear that we would have in very low quantities so that type of stuff you know um limited edition bottle openers from breweries you know really nice etching bomber jackets uh, things like that would be in the connoisseur level nice. and the prices range 25 49 59
0: yeah, I mean that's that's a that's a great a great thing, and, and like I said, if you wanna you wanna step up your beer shirt game, and you wanna step up you know your koozies, and and not only that, but maybe find out about new breweries. This is this is a right. great way to do it. A great way to do it.
1: Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, I learned some. I
0: thought this was just strictly. I thought you guys just did Pennsylvania style stuff, but I think no. it's cool that you're all over the place, man.
1: Everybody, everybody. What, uh, what was the big you get know, for the you? Products. What's that?
0: What was a big get for you? Like a brewery that like, yeah, we'll work with you. And you're like, oh my God. Like kind of like, you know, meeting your hero <laughs> moment or working with somebody you didn't think you'd work with.
1: Oh man, that is a good question.
0: Have you, real quick, while you're thinking of that, have you ever worked with Yingling yet? Has Yingling been in your box?
1: So no. And funny enough, I did reach out and I did this whole, like I I, I play chess when other Folks may be playing checkers yeah. sometimes. Like I'm all about the long game, so when Yingling did, and it's so funny because just listening to your uh, the podcast that you just did with Ruse and PA talking about the uh, the Hershey collab they did. Yeah. Um. So I reached out to Yingling around that time, and I wanted to get some of that collab swag in our box, mm-hmm. and like just showcase that. They didn't do much of it. No, they definitely didn't. But it, so you know, I I. Called them out publicly on our Twitter and our social media and because, you know, I emailed them their response. So I was like, all right, guys, let's see if we can get a hold of Yingling. Day one, reaching out to them, tagging them. Day two. And then it's funny because more and more people on our platform were just retweeting it, just saying, hey, Yingling, why won't you answer first box Hey <laughs> And then it was day 10. They responded and they they were like, Hey, uh, well, day nine, they they liked the tweet. We're like, uh, all right, guys are getting, <laughs> getting somewhere. And then yeah. day ten they responded with me to send them my email. Then uh, you know, day twelve, they emailed me, we talked about some stuff, and they basically said, Well, Dennis, what you do sounds really cool, uh, you know, once when you become a bigger company, then reach out to us and work with us. And then I took that as I was like, You guys are the craft. Your craft beer, you're the big brother craft beer industry. You got to lead from the front. Like you shouldn't want to just work with big companies, right? So, but that was all part of my long term strategy. So now what uh, we're pursuing, we're going to be doing our own collaboration with a local chocolatier. And then showing them like hey you guys could have worked with us you know what but this company isn't too big to focus on local yeah you know so it's all it's a you know it's all coming together yeah so we're hoping to do that around the holidays
0: it's crazy too because if you if you're like a local band in the area or like a business man they are so quick to just be like here's a box of yingling swag just give it away at your bar tonight they right. do it all the time so i thought like what you're doing, they, I, I feel like they wouldn't. They would be like, "Oh, here's a box of stickers. No big deal. We do this all right. the time." And it's kind of shocked to hear that they didn't really work. I, I don't. I think listen, and this is why I would love to sit down and talk to them. But like I said, I'm in their backyard, and they don't even they don't even they don't even know I exist. So don't right. don't feel bad. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the uh, and I'm a huge supporter of their I, like. It's kind of crazy because that kind of attitude does kind of turn them off to people as well. Like so, for how big they are in our area, we do have a big population of them in their own backyard. They they don't so they're not supported by their their own community as well, which is kind of sad in a way. But right, um, I know out in Pittsburgh, man when I went to Pittsburgh I went to go see a concert, dude, there was yingling everywhere. Yep. Like it's huge in Pittsburgh. It um, is. Yeah. So and it's like how they we are saying too, it's like a blue collar town. So like you got it fits right in. But yeah, I it's it's, it's shocking to me that they that they wouldn't, you know, send you a, a a crate of stuff they have just sitting
1: around. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it is what it is. Honestly, you know, I'm not mad at yingling, you know, from a macro point of view. I, it's just a one not mad, person you're who there that vet people. Yeah. What's that?
0: I said, you're not mad, you're just disappointed.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it, it was <laughs> like just one of those. I know it was just the one person in marketing that – You know goes off of vanity metrics not what someone can actually do you know to help their brand and i I get that you know and i already had a backup plan in place because honestly i expected them to say no yeah well (laughs) here's the
0: thing man and i i i I try to explain this like you can reach out to a company that has three million subscribers and they can go on their social media and say hey Go check this out. And nine times out of ten, even though they have three million people on their thing, most of those people don't care. They're not gonna. They're not right. gonna support. Or, or if you you only want to work with people that have money or bigger businesses, that doesn't tend to translate as well. But if you go to a Facebook page that maybe has eight hundred people, five hundred people, there are five hundred people that are absolutely loyal to that brand. Right. And, and and that five hundred people is the biggest word of mouth you're ever gonna get you're better off going to something like that sometimes if they only have three to four hundred people because the 304 people are legit because people can buy people can buy likes people can buy they can make their page look bigger than it actually is you know so it's
1: there's a whole business in that yeah (laughs) which is
0: just it's so straight i I always joke around like i need to go buy some likes but yeah (laughs) but uh yeah
1: (laughs) now just patience man right and we that's kind of what we're focusing on is just patience building a brand um, obviously, there's some t- months are tougher than others, um, you know, financially since. But now we, we actually have a team of people. We have, you know, my wife and I, and then now we also have four interns. And I'm proud to say that 75 percent of them are all in a paid internship, Nice, um, especially right now during COVID. I know it's helping them out a lot. Um, so super pumped about that and yeah that's just that's just the way things are sometimes you know? nice nice no i love i that. love
0: the idea i'm a subscription boxing guy i we we do tons of subscription uh, subscription boxes i can't even talk it's gonna be a, it's gonna <laughs> you be love a, them
1: so much yeah you're um, just filled with passion yeah <laughs>
0: we we have two different wrestling ones we do have uh, two different like loot crate ones um one of my other buddies like because a bunch of people on the team go out and get different subscription boxes and then we open them on the show so first tip is coming soon ladies and gentlemen you'll see it yes. on you'll see it you'll see it here soon um, and hopefully yeah. hopefully we can get some bang and beer swag in those boxes so people can check it out, hey, too. Hey, man,
1: we, we've worked with um, some podcast companies out on the um, West Coast and they've actually, you know, created just little cards and stuff. They include in the brew boxes that we put in there, um, so, you know, so folks, when they open it, they're like, oh, I was actually looking for a new beer podcast because believe it or not, there's actually not a ton out there on YouTube and, um, you know, Anchor. All, I mean, there's 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 a bit out there, but in comparison to other podcasts, it's still, you know, a niche, um, a niche category. Yeah, I, I think, think there need, there's definitely a lot more room for more content.
0: For yeah. Four. And we're I would say, too, um, I don't want to say like the term, but I guess the term is out there. But we're not like a beer snob podcast. We don't right. pretend to know anything about beer. We're not like we're not guys who homebrew. We're not guys who make beer. I don't even. I still don't know the process of what it goes into, what makes one style different than the other. We just buy beer, we support business, right. we drink, and give you an honest opinion straight out the gate. We do gimmicky stuff sometimes too. We'll do like a whole like we did a White Claw versus Bud Light Seltzer episode. Hmm. So so we do gimmicky stuff here and no, that there. That sounds fun. Yeah, but uh, but the thing is, is like we're getting to the point now where we were getting a lot of them, but once the COVID happened, it kind of slowed us down. But we were getting breweries that were hitting us up like, yo, come to our brewery. We'll, do, we'll sit and have a flight, you can talk to the guy who made the beer and the guy who owns the business, and we can have a dialogue and, and drink beers together. <laughs> so we were getting stuff like that too, which is really, really, really fun. Yeah. And um, hopefully we continue to do more. And then we're trying to do like tonight's episode that we're recording in about – an hour uh, that actually will come out Sunday. Um, we have a guy who works for a local business called The Beer Shack. And what they mm-hmm. are is they're a local beer distributor. You can go buy domestics or craft. So he brought about six or eight to nine, anywhere between six to nine, I forget what it was, <laughs> um, beers from his that they sell at their place. And uh, they're all Pennsylvania beers. So what we're going to do is we're going to drink these Pennsylvania beers, review them, and then tell people, if you want these beers and you live in our area, you can go buy them at this place. So we're trying to... One hand feeds the other. So that's kind of our style. And I, I think... It's a little different from any other beer. Like I think a lot of the beer podcasts, and I don't. I'm not knocking. I think that's great what you do. But like a lot of them are like, "Oh, this beer is made with this, and it has this character." Like we're like, "Yo, <laughs> they're like this beer is great. I get this, this, and this." And we're all kind of just like beer idiots that just review beer and just give you a honest to God uh, idea what we think of it. You know,
1: right? You're not gonna you know say some terminology that the, you know, average, you know, beer enthusiasts Mm -hmm. that are going to be like, I don't even know what that means. Exactly. So you guys are giving them like a real, this is, you know, what it tastes like. This tastes like funky feet. If you like funky feet, this stays on. Exactly.
0: So we're (laughs) the whole idea of our whole podcast network is, you know, we're based off the main channel, which is interviews with everyday people. So every one of our podcasts come from the point of view of an everyday Joe. You know, we're every working class people who punch a time clock every day and and they're passionate about a topic and we talk about it. So we're not trying to come at it from a professional level. We're not professional journalism. We're not professional. Like, we are just everyday people giving you a take on what we think about this topic.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, I'm sure there's a huge uh, niche for that. And a lot of people definitely appreciate that. So just, you we're both just going to keep hustling, keep grinding. Uh, but I was actually thinking about the question you asked me earlier. What was our aha moment? I would say there was a couple. Now we're still waiting for these to come through, but it really, you know, just blew our mind. So one uh, company uh, that we are looking at working with that we got their, you know, VPs on board. We just got to get the upper echelon on board. Is actually BrewDog, which Ooh. is. Super exciting! They uh, since we post on seven different platforms, you know, three to four hundred unique pieces of content every month. I I'm connected with James, um, the one of the founders of Brewdog on LinkedIn. I'm always commenting, you know, on his stuff, and it's just funny. So coincidentally, the next day after I left, you know, a really thoughtful comment on what he had posted. Their, uh, one of their VPs reached out to me. They're like, "All right, tell me more about this. Like, how do we how do we become a part of this?" So we're kind of waiting for that to uh, come through. Um, previously, we though this one did happen. We uh, the big aha moment, which made me feel I was like, "Oh, we're just not this little podunk uh, company anymore." Is when we reached out to Kennywood. Our amusement park out here to actually do a collaboration beer with us in another brewery, you know, in a brewery to, because we were attending their beer fest year after year, being a part of it with our business. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see enough local uh, brewery involvement. So I was like, why don't we make a beer with a local brewery? thinking they will say oh Dennis silly little first sip brew box yeah. uh, send us an RFP or maybe next year but they actually said yes can you please help us with that i was like what
0: <laughs> yeah that would be that's definitely on our our bucket list not that's not something we're pursuing but if it ever came about I would I would be super. It would be a, a blast. Like especially yeah. a bunch of guys who don't know how to make beer, just to kind of help be a part of that process and do a collaboration right. and seeing a beer made would be awesome. Like a banging beers, be- like a banging beers beer. I don't know. Yeah, banging, uh,
1: banging. Bangin', oh Jesus, yeah. banging beers brown ale. <laughs> yeah, um,
0: but yeah. So if people are listening, um, why why BrewDog is super cool is they're actually a brewery out of Scotland um, mm-hmm. and they ship worldwide and they make good beer if you haven't had it's like delicious. like the the i mean elvis juice is probably one of their popular ones yep. um but yeah they're really and They actually cool.
1: have a hotel in ohio too a beer hotel where they have a beer fridge built into the wall of the shower they have yeah. taps in the room yeah, it's insane I, I, I gotta be there
0: <laughs> that's not too far away we gotta that's gotta be a vacation actually we're trying <laughs> to find something to do soon so maybe that we can the brew dog I know what Actually, the yeah. uh, uh, what's the other one? Uh, Dogfish Head has a hotel, don't they too? Yes, yeah. they do
1: in Delaware. Yeah, yeah, Delaware. I don't know if the you ever
0: have you ever ha- have you ever had a bad night of like a one twenty in your life? Whoo, baby!
1: I don't. I enjoy them. But I know to only have one. <laughs> and I, it's important when you have that one. Yeah. You need to have that one at the beginning. That I, is not an icing on the cake. But what I have had is a local brewery to us, Abjuration Brewing in McKees Rocks, Pennsylvania, they did a 14% oak age Belgian. Woo. And I need to quit you. This is one of those things where I never learned my lesson. I keep using that beer as a cherry on top. And that is the whole cake. That yeah. is not a cherry on top beer.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah we uh, we the guys on our show. A lot of them, if if the beer's not over eight, it, they don't give it good scores. Which is kind of, I mean, it, it is. Oh. I, I can't, I can't, sc- uh, you know, be responsible for everyone's opinion. So right. uh, you know, what I mean, so like, not one person's opinion on the show reflects the entire shows. Like, right. I sometimes like crushable domestic. I still like my domestics. I call them my dirt beers, but I still like them. So sometimes, <laughs> you're, if
1: a you're a dirty girl. <laughs> yeah. So so if
0: sometimes if a brewery can make that replica, I think that's smart because it can transition people from domestics to craft. Because if you hand someone a super hoppy. IPA and it's her first time, they're going to hate it. They're going to hate it. But uh, I have two funny beer stories for you here. So the the first one's Dogfish Head. We go to Vegas. Me and my wife go to Vegas for our anniversary. Um, I'm sitting in the MGM Grand and I'm like, I'm just uh, frustrated because I want to craft beer all they have is domestics and I'm paying nine dollars a bottle. I'm, I'm just it's just I'm just I'm really bummed and it takes I don't oh, know man. I don't know if it's because I have a problem. I don't know if it's because I drink <laughs> so many craft beers, but like domestics it, it takes it takes a lot to get me to the dance floor, you know um, right. so I'm sitting there and I look in the cooler and I see dogfish head and I just see the logo and I go just just for shits and giggles, so oh, I don't know if I can curse here, but just for, just yeah, for, uh, yeah, yeah just for it. shits and giggles how much is the dogfish head? And they look at it and they go, oh, that that's $3 or $4 a bottle. And I went, but a Bud Light's eight. And they're like, we can't sell it. No one buys it. And I, right? <laughs> because once again, you're in Vegas, not many people in Vegas know a Delaware brewery. And I'm like, can right. I, can, I said, I'm look at the color. And I'm like, is that the 120? I said, can you, can I see it? And they turn it and sure enough, there was like four or five, no, there was like, a, like maybe a, a shelf of 120 there. And I'm like, they how much? And she's four like they're, they're like four, four or five bucks, I forget exactly. It was around that price range. I'm like, I'll take two. Right, so I'm sitting there <laughs> with two of them drinking them, and the guy next to me is like, "What are you drinking?" And I was like, "This one's on me, and you can get the next one." And he goes, "What?" I said, "This beer is like four of what you're drinking now, and it's way cheaper." I said, "Yo, we're gonna be hugging each other in 15, 20 <laughs> minutes," and he, we. I just sat with some random stranger, and he was telling me all his Vegas ga- uh, gangster stories, and we drank Dogfish Head for like three or four hours, and Damn. we were uh, we were. The guy looked at me and goes. I am hammered. And I was like <laughs> I was like welcome, welcome to Northeast uh, Northeast side of the mountain uh, beers, man. Oh
1: yeah, man. <laughs> that, that's that's just a good business move, you know? Yeah. I mean four versus eight when that four is equal to, you know, three or four of the other oh my goodness. Yeah. That's that, just a f- efficiency.
0: We have we have a, a place near us called Pizza Boy. So nine times out of ten mm-hmm. when you go to a brewery and you buy a can, the big cans. See to me, these are normal size cans now. When right. I see when I see the other one, I call them baby cans. They're like you, really that the regular size can you psychopath? I'm like, I'm so used to the pounders. You know what I mean? Right. So you walk into normal places, you buy four packs, and usually a four pack is a roughly you know between fifteen to twenty bucks. Right. Pizza Boy charges around fifteen or twenty bucks, but you always leave with a six pack. So it's like you're getting two free beers. Right. I love that place. That place is yeah. Fantastic. Pizza Boy is
1: awesome. I, I've never been to the brewery itself, but we've had. Tons of their beers, yeah. tons of them, and they are all delicious. I personally have never had a bad beer from them.
0: Have you tried the 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 penis mighty? Or the pen <laughs> is mighty? It's
1: made, It's <laughs> oh no! I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it, and I was like, uh ah, ah, ah yeah. I see what you did. there. Yep, it was it was
0: made with gummy dicks. It was delicious. Oh God,
1: <laughs> it was so tasty.
0: Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> Those gummy dicks. But and then my other one is uh, my first time ever experiencing craft beer. My, like some people you know sometimes people have their first craft beer they hate it i know i did my first craft beer i was not a fan of um well i just happened to not be a fan of it in front of uh, a, a very person i shouldn't have been i shouldn't have done what i did so we go to a hockey game it's me my dad my brother and his friend. My but my my brother, me and my brother are eleven years apart, so he wasn't old enough to go we thought wasn't old enough to go to this VIP box. So my dad gets a phone call. He's like Mr. Firefighter of Pennsylvania, like a lot of people know him. So we he yeah. he, he goes, Tony, I see you down in the in the thing. Come up come up to our suite and he's like, You wanna go get some beers up in the suite? And I'm like, Do I? Let's go. <laughs> so we go up. I'm like fresh twenty one, so like I'm all about it. So we go up and they're like, help yourself, go to the fridge. And I open it and I see all yingling and I'm like, yingling and a, another beer. I, I, I seen like blueberry and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm fresh 21. I'm a man. Like if yep. someone offers me a shot, I'm only doing Jack. Like I'm a cowboy right now. You know what I mean? Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a cool drinker. I'm not drinking blueberries. So I get my yingling and I walk over to my dad and he's talking to a guy in the VIP box right next to him. A guy with white hair just looks, looks important. And yeah. Uh, and I don't see people like that. I treat everyone the same, right? So I walk up, and uh, the guy goes, what are you drinking there, son? And I was like, oh, this is hometown brewery right here. I'm drinking a, I'm drinking a lager. And he goes, well, you should try what your dad's having. And my dad has his beer, and it's the blueberry one. And I'm like, <laughs> all right. So I take a sip of it. Now, we're at a Hershey Bears game. So that might be a little spoiler of what beer I'm about to take a dump on uh so i drink it and i'm like oh and he goes you don't like it i said this is disgusting and he's like oh well that's that's my beer and i went what you? i said oh no and i was like oh your beer needs work and i walked away my dad was mortified he was like you are a i can't take you anywhere um that beer was a trogues And I guess he was like the VIP or one of the head dudes at the time. This is this is probably ten years ago. Um, I'm I'm not fresh 21, obviously anymore um but yeah <laughs> but but l- luckily i have then changed my tune and show Trogues is one of my favorite breweries breweries on oh, the planet man. i absolutely i'm a huge you, fan of you Troug's. should
1: try to get a hold of them write them a letter send them a christmas card or something i bought <laughs> enough beers
0: of them i think i've made up for it <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah that was my first craft beer experience and i i happen to just tell one of the main dudes at Trogues that his beard needs work um damn I've never had a blueberry beer from Strogue since then, so maybe I've done something. I don't know. Maybe subconsciously. Maybe. But
1: yeah. To be fair, for if you're you know used to loggers, and then you try to take a dip into I think, think know, it was a blueberry wheat, I think, ale. I think it was
0: a wheat beer, if I'm not mistaken. Like a oh yeah yeah, and I was "Oh, yeah. like, I don't. I, it was my first time. I didn't. I don't. I wasn't an educated drinker.
1: Right. Yeah. Have you grown into liking wheat beers now? Yeah, but yeah. Still.
0: Oh my god. Have you ever? Have you ever had Rotunda's, uh, uh, the wheat beers that they do? Like it's like a sour wheat. Mm-mm. Oh my god, they're fantastic. It's like a series they do called Sweet Tarts, but instead of Ooh, sweet, it's uh, it's wheat. Yeah. Oh, they're so that good. That sounds good. Yeah, we have we have some awesome breweries in our area. You've already heard of Tattered Flag, but we have yep. um, we have. Uh, uh, evergreen evergreen right now to me has taken the king of I just like their style Ipas they' they're just so good yeah. that was the other social distancing we had we, was, was Abomination and evergreen I crushed it I couldn't I could it, was, <laughs> it did not stand it did chance. not stick it did not stick around um, these are my last two cans of these last social distancings but uh evergreens fantastic we we got to do some stuff with uh, mellow mink um yep uh, rotunda's really good trogues is fantastic. trogues trogues is like the yingling but they're more supportive of the community we'll say so right. I, I i've trogues is every single place that we've ever talked to or ever brewery we've got to sit down and do an interview with they've all said that trogues is like an awesome big brother like they they have the tools right. they have the money they have the technology and they're the like knowledge and they're like hey do you want this stuff we have laying around for free? Do you want to use our lab? Do you need help with this? Do you need like they're so welcoming to craft breweries in the in their local area, and it just every time you hear stories like that, you're like, I'm gonna go buy a case of Trogs because right. they're good, because they're good people, you know.
1: Dude, even their reps are awesome. Yeah. Like our Trogs rep uh, Heather out out in this our neck of the woods around Pittsburgh. Just I think it just trans- I think it's a culture at Trogs. Yeah. It it's you know? it
0: definitely it definitely sticks. They're just good. They they they're they're a good business and they're good people.
1: Hundred percent agree. Yeah, I'm definitely a- agree. Uh, I did have a question for you. Sure. To uh, deliver value to some of the folks out there listening that are looking. Uh, to either start their own podcast or start their don't own don't do it. No I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stop now. Or, you know, any any side hustle. Because I know, you know, during some pre-recording, we were talking a little bit about the heart and hustle and that kind of stuff. So can you give them some uh some helping tips, some some wisdom on if they want to start their next, you know, side hustle or podcast?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So where I am saying where we come from an everyday person, right? I, I do definitely want to show. I definitely want to translate that there is on my end t- and and you know the people on my team. There's tons of work that goes into this, and we're very mm-hmm. dedicated. And I push myself very very hard. So it's we're not just. I don't want to say we're, we're we come from an everyday point of view, but we have a a very hard work ethic too. And so if you're if this is something you seriously want to do, whatever whatever you want to do, if you want to be a podcast, you want to be a photographer, you want to be a musician. There gotta be work to it. If if you at the end of the day, you know, want to make something of it, you gotta put the hard work in, you gotta put the dedication right. in. So like I said, I do four or five different podcasts and I'm usually recording almost every day. That entails missing time with friends. That a miss that that's missing time with family. That's missing time with my wife. That's you know what I mean? So you really got to, when you think about it, I know it looks sounds great, and it's like, I'm going to start this, and I'm going to get a million people to listen to them. I think that it, it doesn't. <laughs> you, you need to go a year or two with five, ten listeners, and you, really? gotta, and you have to be thankful for those ten people because there are ten people who are taking time out of your day, and it may not be glorious. You look at YouTube videos, and you see this one has a thousand, or this one has a million. Right? It doesn't happen overnight, and it doesn't happen without hard work. So going into anything you need to realize that it's not american idol. You don't just walk on tv and get noticed and get popular overnight. You need to suck for a while. It needs to be terrible. You you know you right. got to learn how to fix your audio. You need how to f- you you, you got to put your 10,000 hours in. So yep. if you, if if you're going to dive into anything, be prepared for that work ethic.
1: I couldn't have said it better myself. That's definitely right on point. Uh and I love the part where you mentioned uh, you're you're going to suck. You got to get through the suck, right? Yeah. Like, you you'll never. And you, I look back some of the first YouTube videos oh we God. posted. They were so bad. It was literally me at a brewery. Like we had the owners and stuff sit down with us, but they. I I thought I can get through. You know, four mini series in one night on during the holidays which ended up, I guess that's my funny story. I ended up drinking a lot more than what I should have. <laughs> but I I was like, well, we still have two more episodes we have to shoot and I have to have two beers on each one. And then, yeah, no. And then just looking at the quality of it and everything now. But to your point, you have to get through those crappy ones so you can have you know the good ones. And yeah. then I would like to think now they are definitely a lot better. Um, but since you shared the second uh, fun beer story so my second one apparently even when we were starting you know we had a format we were doing a lot better quality production and everything you know lighting uh good audio all that good fun stuff we uh took the show on the road up to butler pennsylvania about an hour sammy would you say hour hour and a half butler from us about an hour away and uh I thought it was a great idea to book three separate breweries in one day. Why would I do that? Why would I do that? Plus, an extra interview at one of the breweries from a local maltster. So it was four episodes in one day. So we started recording at 11 a.m. Yeah. So we went to the first brewery, Recon Brewing. Uh, My man, Nate, uh, the owner there, he uh, he was a little nervous to get on camera. And I totally get it. To help him get unnervous, though, took about – about four pints of beer and then he was good Good to go on so then we go on, we record the episode having two more beers and then after that we had a local maltster come in from CNC Malt and uh, him and I had a beer and then we drove to another brewery and did a whole nother show there, we had another three beers, plus at that point I was feeling really good and thought I could handle any hot wing challenge, yeah no I lost that one, I, I ate the wing though the so wing got eaten. I would have thrown. But uh, then my face fell off, and it was in the bathroom for like ten minutes. And then after that, we finally make it to our last brewery of the day. This is like a ten-hour process, and then we had another, you know, three or four beers there. And at that point, you you do math. That was just a lot. And yeah, safe to say I couldn't use that last episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we uh, I had I did the same thing. So when I first started, I I'm not an audio guy. I'm not a technical guy. So I went and had just this Yamaha board, four channels, and I went and bought all these cond- um, these uh, cardio mics because they sounded mm-hmm. awesome. You know, you can put a mic on the table and it can pick everything up. Sounds horrible. Don't do that. Um, Save your money. Dynamic mics, people. They're, the background noise goes away. It's fantastic. So we um, we're like, you know, I'm like, you know what? I'm prepared. I can do. I can go to a brew fest. We got our first. We got our. We I bought a tent. I bought banners. We we set up at a brew fest and we recorded all day. And I went back and I was like, you know what? We're not going to use the camera. We're going to use a webcam. And then we're going to. And then what happened was all of. And I don't know how to do editing, and I suck at it. So the audio sounded horrible because the cardio mic was sucking up <laughs> the entire street of noise. Oh, um no. It actually blew up two of our mics. Like it over. It overloaded.
1: Oh them. God.
0: Yeah, uh, which was devastating because I was like, oh my God. I'm done. Like the show's yeah. over. I don't have money to buy a new mic. Um
1: <laughs> that was everything I had.
0: Yeah, like uh, it was it was like going to war and losing casualties. It really really was. Yeah. It was a, it, and and then seeing that we did, we it was it was our first chance to really do something cool with the show. And uh, and the whole content was pretty much unusable. I still put it up, but I told people like this is this is dog shit. But I'm gonna tell you right now that this is gonna be the changing point of this show. And then we, right as soon as we did that, we got booked to go. We we did an episode at Trogues, but it wasn't nice. with it wasn't with Trogs. Like I didn't get to sit down with people from Trogues, but they let us record in the the place, and I still had the same mics. That episode never even came about because all the background noise from the equipment and the microphones and everything was just was on un- you couldn't it was unusable. So right. then I was like, you know what? And then uh, I went and got all these microphones I'm using now, and it's I'm able to do so much more now. Like the, our our show has jumped tremendously in quality since then um we used to do video and audio kind of like the joe rogan experience where like it kind of sat down the table and looked down at us but uh like i said before the laptop is really struggling so if you definitely want to support us people listening we do have merch pages and donation tabs and stuff so you can definitely do that so we can we can get a better laptop and go back to doing video so if you if you do find us on youtube it is um it's just like a little um I'll, this is how bad my laptop is. So I took an audio <laughs> file and I just put a logo on top of it just so I can still upload it to, to YouTube. It takes right. my computer like four hours to do an hour and 45 minute just putting an image on, like rendering, like rendering Damn. a video. This laptop is just in rough, rough shape. <laughs> it's, oh man. It, it's so, so, so old. But Dude, we yeah. got a
1: Facebook Marketplace. We're gonna be searching for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you find if, something. If, you,
0: if you go to our yeah, if you go to our Facebook page, there is a, a shop now button. But we do everything like through Teespring. But um, we did just get a brand new logo too. So if you're a beer oh, fan, yeah. if you're a beer fan, there's a, a a brewery called Nightmare Brewing Company. They make some heavy hitting beers um i learned a lot about the brewery while even talking to them so sam samuel mills is the artist who does all the artwork on the can he's done artwork for some c- serious seriously impressive metal bands i'm not a huge metalhead guy so a lot of these bands i don't know so i'm just gonna be honest i'm being upfront. um but he also has done art for past blue ribbon he's 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 nightmares head artist um, he also has done stuff for Zero Skateboards Creature. He's done some insane artwork. Damn. Yeah, he, He's built up a really good, just on Instagram alone, I think he has like 63,000 people that follow him. Like, he's really good at what he does. We got to interview him. He was really nice, but we did a commission art with him where it's like, it just says Banging Beers Podcast in the heavy metal font, and it's a skull oh, throwing yeah. up the, the, the rock and roll fingers, and it's just chugging a pint, and the pint's going all it's over its it. Yeah, It looks awesome. It looks so cool. So, that's our that brand cool. new show logo. So, that's like our official brand brand. brand new logo um so you can check that out um we're on all social media pages too with banging beers but um yeah our our big aha moment for us is i got to just recently the last episode that we were talking about was with breweries of pennsylvania i'm just like actually two i had two of them recently where i reached out and never thought i'd get responses back and they're both such good people um breweries of pennsylvania was my my was one and then uh we just talked to the team who does well Nate from uh Port in Pennsylvania.
1: Yeah. The documentary.
0: Oh my god, it's such a good documentary. If you have Amazon yep. Prime, go watch it. It is it is literally you will watch that and be like I need to go support more Pennsylvania breweries. Like it's He does. It's such a well done docuseries, like documentary, and um,
1: phenomenal job.
0: Yeah, and it's actually become a docuseries. It's gonna be. um, Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, season one starts in June. The first episode is gonna be on YouTube for everybody. But then, if you have Amazon Prime, there's gonna be a docuseries, and it's literally gonna be everything Pennsylvania beers. Man, Um, you should reach out and get your you get your box on there.
1: Heck yeah, I had uh, a few beers with him. Man, when was that? Maybe this past August? Not yeah. too long ago. He was actually in town, met up down at a uh, Mike's beer bar and actually had uh, a couple brews. Man, yeah, but you are 100% right. We definitely need to do something with, with those guys. I keep meaning to reach out. Just so busy. You yeah. know how it is. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. We're recording pretty much you know every day probably four or five days a week at least. Yeah. You know I, that. I,
0: one of the biggest things that I've, I've gotten a takeaway, like we're, we're coming up on our second year recording, but just recently been really talking to, to other people outside of our realm. So we were just left like, for a while there, I was just like, oh, we're just a podcast thing, and I'll just, we'll, our work will speak for itself, and people will find us. That's not true either, so that's another piece <laughs> of advice. Reach out that's to people. True. Do not think you're better than anyone else. Collaborations are key. Um, and you, not only will the collaborations help you, but you'll get to meet really, really, really awesome, cool people. And right, one of the biggest things I've I've talked to local musicians, I've talked to local businesses, I've talked to everything, and, and they're all really, really good. But the the local beer scene is the craziest supportive group I've it ever is. seen. It's like man. this; it's so tight knit, dude. Everyone's cool with everybody, man, and everyone is willing. Like just to hear, like. I don't have a lot of money like I'm not a rich dude but like if another podcast is like hey I need this this and this I was like yo that's exactly what I own here's what I use if you right. want to borrow it you can borrow it but like like and that's on a low level imagine like being a business guy and you have a pallet full of hops and you're like you want these hops like that's so <laughs> much like to, that, that's crazy to me that they're just so right. and they're all willing to do it like they they're are, just, man. just such cool people man
1: yeah, I, I know a couple of people. Um, so with Fresh Fest, the first year at Fresh Fest was around um, the beer festival that you know celebrates diversity in beer. And we were chosen to brew commercially with Allegheny City Brewing. And we went in the back, we're brewing, and then a piece of equipment breaks. And we're like, no, we have to get this done today. So then we ended up having to uh, go ahead and fill everything up take it up to another brewery up the Penn brewery and do all the milling and everything there then bring it back down but they were like yeah man come on up do this it's just so crazy supportive
0: yeah. so my last my last two questions and it'll be like maybe a call and answer i i can i can yeah. answer it too so your your viewers can hear but so what are breweries in your i kind of did mine a little bit so what are some breweries in your area or that you've even reached out to with the box or got to try their stuff that like you think people should know about Ooh. Like if I come to Pittsburgh, if I come up to your neck of the woods, what are your like? Now this is and listen, people who are fans of him, he's not. If he excludes you, don't get mad at him. It was my question, but <laughs> I, I'm I'm at, I'm coming to Pittsburgh. Let's say tomorrow, and I need and COVID's not a real a thing right now. Where should I go?
1: Oh man, it's like choosing my best friend. I know it's it's a it's, hard question, uh, but. So how much time do you have? You have one day. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: got, I got, I got a weekend.
1: You got a weekend. All right, we I, can I'm do staying. This. I'm
0: staying in the heart of Pittsburgh. I'm going to. Uh, s- I'll use a real uh, situation. I'm you going have to see a driver. Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, well, it's no. Pittsburgh. You get Uber anywhere. Um, that's true. But so, I mean,
1: if money's not a thing either. But yeah. <laughs> so so I'm
0: in Pittsburgh. I'm gonna go to a, see a show at Stage AE. So I'm pretty much in that area. where okay. where, where do you? Where should I go?
1: oh man well i would say you definitely have to go to man this is this is tough uh, number one absolutely allegheny city brewing mm-hmm. uh which is on the north side of pittsburgh they're known for their uh they they make such a wide variety of beers they make really good ipas they make my favorite brown ale the deutschtown brown Um, It's super tasty and delicious. And that's actually where my wife and I had our reception to our wedding. Actually, they shut down the brewery on Sunday. We went in and we invited, you know, 75 people in and that type of stuff. So definitely have to give some love to them. Um, And then secondly, I would say abjuration brewing. Uh, they're in the Keys Rocks. We mentioned them earlier. They're the ones that made that vanilla oak-aged, oak-aged Belgian. It's literally a grenade, <laughs> like whenever you drink it. Uh, but they're known for experimental ales, uh, so they traditionally never brew the same thing twice. They always alter something with the beer to make it a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, after them, I would say Inner Groove Brewing for sure. They make some of the juiciest, tastiest. Um, hazy IPAs I've ever had but they're not a one trick pony I just had uh, yesterday their Sleepy Eyes which is a blueberry tart ale um, or it might be a sour I don't know it was delicious it was like a milkshake yeah. it was so good and tasty oh golly after those guys obviously gotta show some love to Lincoln Avenue they make uh, one of my favorite black IPAs I've ever had Uh, really good stuff there at Lincoln Avenue. Plus the food's amazing. Like you, you can do one or the other or both. Um, Oh God, there's just so many insurrection. The wife just, uh, she just phoned this one in Uh, (laughs) insurrection out of Carnegie, Pennsylvania. They, they have made some of the best saisons I've had in my entire life. Second, only to Oxbow up in uh, Boston, uh, the Boston area. Um, or the New England area, I forget where. I guess I do drink a lot of beers. Yeah, uh, I would say that's that's definitely a healthy start. Oh damn! Well, he, you did say around Pittsburgh. Couch Brewery is a little bit on the outskirts, down on the east end of Pittsburgh, um, but they have like a seventies eighties vibe. Um, like I love, I love the brewery filled with couches and a disco ball.
0: I <laughs> love, I love gimmick. I'm, like I said, I'm a pro wrestling fan. I love gimmicks. You got a gimmick? Oh. I'm a fan.
1: And when we host first at Brewbox Bingo down at Couch Brewery, whenever you're one away, you have to woo like Ric Flair. Uh, like it's a rule. If you don't woo, you don't win. <laughs> I love it. I love it.
0: Um, yeah, it's a, we one of I would just do two quick ones. Like if you're in the, I'll just say like the Harrisburg area, Harrisburg, Hershey area. Obviously Trogs. That's that's your that's your that's enough selling point to just come out there anyway. Is Trogs and you can stay in Hershey. Um, Trogs is there. Um, in that also area, Rotunda is not too far away. You right. can do them. A tattered Flag, if in the Harrisburg area. But then, like my Evergreen, Evergreen is that's a must. That place is great. But my two sleepers are two kind of newer, smaller ones. Is Mellow Mink. Make awesome sours. You walk into it's in the middle of a strip mall, so you look, you go mm. past the strip mall, and you're like, oh man, what there's nothing in there, and then and it's literally <laughs> right up the street from Evergreen. And you pull in, you pull in the parking lot, you see Mellow Mink, you walk in the door, and it's like you are in the ritziest, beautifulest like it's just gorgeous in there. Uh, the, the the owners are so so cool, and they make fantastic, like every beer you drink, you feel like you have to put a pinky up, like. We walked in. I walked in so looking fancy. like 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 a t-shirt, a hat, this disgusting beard, and I walked into this place and I was like, I should have wore nicer clothes. And they were so <laughs> so sweet. They make really good beer. Um, but then another one that we did right before the COVID thing hit is uh, is Liquid Noise.
1: Oh well, yeah, I've heard of those guys.
0: Oh my, so hey, that's a thing too. You're talking about you go to breweries. So what we do is we walk in, we're like, hey, we'll, we'll buy a flight, you know what I mean? Because we always try to pay our way. And you know how right. breweries are, like, no, nah, you're not paying nothing. We got you, you know what I mean? So you're like, like, we'll do four, like three or four beers, like a flight, and we'll review them. But then you get to the brewery, and they are like, no, 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 no. If you're here, you're going to try, you're doing flights, you're going to try <laughs> everything. So Liquid yep. Noise was literally opened a couple months. It's a brand new building, brand new place. Um, once again in a strip mall next to like a Dollar General. You would not expect anything from it. You walk in and they're liquid noise for a reason, man. They they're they're a rock star oriented brewery. So their 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 gimmick, their name is craft like a rock star. You oh, walk in, man. there's stage lights all in the ceiling. It all the stage lights are hidden their tanks, so the tanks the tanks with the chrome look like it's green and purple and you know what I mean and uh, it's just like a rock star feel, and Damn. you walk in giant TVs with the screens. They had fifteen beers on tap, and they were only open a couple months.
1: Jeez,
0: crazy! And they that had That is insane, and the beers were all fantastic. They, I there was not one there where I was like it was like oh I was like, no stinkers, and like, I'm not a stout guy, and even the stout was was tasty. Um, Definitely I would expect I would definitely tell people To do that one And the thing they're trying to do now Is right next door to it Is another building they bought So what they're going to do Is actually buy that second building And turn it into a giant music venue so, wow. like, you can get to the brewery, and then maybe on a Friday night, they have, like, a band playing. Like, a full band where, like, a thousand people can stand in there and enjoy music and have craft beer. Like, this place has...
1: That is unreal.
0: The potential to this place is unbelievable. Like, and it's out in a, a little rural, like, out kind of by itself, but not too much by itself. so they And they have a huge parking lot. Like, this can be a venue slash craft brewery place. it I, I just... More people should know about them, and they're so right? nice. And loggers... They have this thing called the Landon's Lager. It's named after uh, the one of the brewery's uh, owner's uh, son. One of the best lagers I've ever had. Damn. I drank like six of them while I was there. And then the night I met them was at, a, <laughs> was at an event we did for the podcast. I met this guy. He's a, he's a photographer in the area. And he threw like a, a ball. And they were the beer. Like he hired them to come in and bring their beer. I drank like 13 of their loggers that night. I was like this is the greatest oh, logger I have ever had. To. I was just I couldn't stop. I was like cuz it was like you buy your admission and you can just buy you to drink and I'm just like I'm so sorry. Feel this please. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so so good. Like their beers are fantastic. Just nice nice people. Really like gourmet bar food. Like they take right. these pizzas and it's like you're you're getting like this gourmet pizza and they're so delicious. But definitely definitely check out Liquid Noise. Really cool people.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, we got to link all these guys down in the uh, the description. <laughs> yeah, I'm
0: probably going to. I sh- should have been writing this all down. Um, <laughs> beers happen, right?
1: I'll just have you send me yours and I'll send you mine. <laughs> Sounds perfect.
0: And then my last question is, what is your favorite style of beer?
1: Ooh. Oh, I would say my favorite style of beer is a porter. Like My wife and I, we both actually enjoy porters so much We actually named our Beagle Porter. Nice. (laughs) That's how you know how how much we love them. Um, they're I think they're a happy medium. Now we love stouts too. Um, but I think it's more of a you can drink porters, I personally feel in more like various occasions than Mm -hmm. you can a stout. Um porters a little bit more versatile. I mean, even though they're very similar styles, they do have their distinct differences. Um
0: you could have more than one of them. You can, you can enjoy yourself and have a bunch. Right. They're yeah. not
1: going to be super thick, super heavy. Uh, they're going to be just you know, very aromatic, very tasty, but they're not going to be piled full of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like tons of adjuncts and everything dumped inside of there. Just a nice, traditional, clean porter.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I i want to say like my biggest bugaboo is stouts i have a hard time with stouts i just don't like the taste of coffee so when i get that heavy roast it just tastes like coffee to me and and it just grosses me out so i'm not a big stout guy but um when anytime i see a lager or pilsner i'm happy because i think in a world full of stouts ipas and sours i think lagers get forgotten about and I think, do. and I think like, even on tap, like our show is very heavily used with on tap. So if you can, we're on bang and beers podcast, Anthony, if you want to follow us, um, that's just my account, but everyone has their own. I tag usually everybody on the show that's on that episode, but, uh, it's, I, I feel like if you're not an IPA or a sour or a stout and you make something out of that realm, I feel like you don't get the scores you deserve. Right. Or if it's like, if you're an IPA, that's not over seven, you don't get the score you deserve. I think like. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's tricky. But, uh, yeah, I, if I can see, if I see a canned lager somewhere, I'd, I'm going to go with that before anything else. That's, that's like my go to.
1: Right. You would have loved this Vienna logger. Yeah. This is, <laughs>
0: it looks gorgeous. Now,
1: obviously, this was a growler. So I don't know if you could see, but it's, you're, you're putting, a dent, I, you're putting a dent in it. It's pretty much halfway gone. Yeah. For the most part. It was just super crushable. I definitely agree with what you're saying with Untapped. I saw a meme the other day that, Hit perfectly. It was like someone was at a restaurant rating a restaurant. Yeah, salad was okay. I don't really like salad, so I'm going to give it a two. <laughs> yeah, It's like just why? Just don't get the salad. <laughs> we
0: Yeah. See, I, if if I drink a stout, I'll check it in, but I won't score it because I know going mm-hmm. into that that I'm not a stout fan, so I'm not going to give it a low score because I know I don't like stouts, but right. I'll check it in to say I did it. But now if, if you give me an IPA and everything about that IPA I should like and I don't, I'm I'm gonna give you an honest score, like, and I know right. that could probably like one of the re- one of the uh <laughs> the feedback I kind of got um in an interview recently. And you can do the math, um, is th- <laughs> they they got away from doing reviews because people sometimes get offended, but uh, but we try to be honest. You know what I mean? Like, right. w- there's one episode we are really really hard on a brewery. Um, I'll say it, uh, we were really tough on Omnipolo. Um and and for two reasons one too expensive and two for the price point also they don't put dates on their cans so if you buy a can on
1: I didn't the, know that that was a thing
0: on the bottom here's a, and a lot of places don't do it so if I walk into a distributor and I'm paying seven dollars a can for one of your beers because it says your name on it I'm not saying this can I'm just saying in general right um. And I pay all this money, but I don't know how long that can has been there. Now, not all distributors are gonna are gonna put their freshest stuff out first. And sometimes, if they're sitting on it, they still want to make money. So right. we went out. At, like the guy on our show, Ben, he spent an un he when he told me when he brought to that table that night and we had it. He it, I was uncomfortable that we were drinking that much money he spent. He spent a lot oh, of money on these Omni and he wanted to get a bunch of Omni Polo collaborations. Like we wanted to do this big. Uh, it was a big deal to him. He was very proud of this episode and we started drinking it and it was not that good i don't know if they were old i didn't know if they were bad but once again we don't know because we don't know the date on the can right um and the money he paid for them because of the name did not justify the the flavor they weren't
1: right he probably felt terrible too he was
0: really really upset um because he was proud of it and we we were we were honest we're like this beer is not that good for you to be charging this much you know what i mean and uh we, we kind of tore them up a little bit. Now, we also had an experience, too, where someone donated a beer to the show, and it kind of maybe sat in the fridge for a month or two, and they were like, let's bust it out and put it in this episode. We took a picture of it and put it, I think it was Oliver Brewing Company, we put a picture of it online. I don't even think I tagged them in it. I don't know how they seen it. I don't know anything. <laughs> well, I got a message from the, and this is after we recorded. Like, I re-recorded, I was setting everything up, and I get a message. And they were like, where did you get that can? And I was like, "Oh, it was donated. I'm not really sure. We just put it on the lineup." Now it didn't go over very well in the episode. It did. It had a bad taste to it. It wasn't that great. Um, they're like, "Please." They're like, "If you bought it from a distributor, please tell us where you got this beer because that beer is over a year old."
1: Oh, damn!
0: And and for them to reach out and be like quality control on their end all the love in the world to Oliver right, Brewing Company. absolutely. So even before the episode went out, we're like, hey, we reviewed Oliver and we gave it kind of a bad score, but that doesn't reflect it because we didn't know we had an older beer. Right. Now, there is times where we'll have a sour or a stout and we age it for a year. Because like, we, we like to experiment, too. Sometimes we like to sit on beers longer, but we'll put right. that in our review. Like, this beer is not fresh. You know what I mean? And sometimes you sit on a beer longer, it tastes fantastic. Like it, right. so, You see a lot
1: with stouts. I've never aged a sour Unless it was a nah, barley wines, Saison's. Yeah. I've never aged a sour before.
0: Yeah, Ben's like a scientist. He likes to try stuff like that, and we're just idiots and we'll <laughs> drink it.
1: Um, you guys have your own R and D department. That's yeah, yeah. Cool. So, so
0: like that. That was one of the only episodes we were kind of rough on people, but, but yeah, like that's. That's the thing, but we have a guy in our show who's into the hazy IPAs. That's all he really likes. That's like oh, his he's favorite. a haze boy. Yeah. So we we put a we put a group up, a meme in our group chat where it's a guy and he's biting his metal. You ever see the one with the guy like at the podium? He's biting his metal, and he's spraying the champagne in yeah. his own face. Yep. And it says it says loggers, any other style of beer, and then third place, and it's the guy celebrating. It says hazy IPA. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I've seen that one. That one is pretty good. Yeah, that is awesome. But. Yeah, for, oh, it's crazy too
0: like for and this is the last thing I kind of want to say and if if you have anything else we keep going but I don't want to take up everything. I feel like I feel like I'm I'm overstaying <laughs> my welcome but um, No,
1: no man. This is good. This is fun. Yeah. Contents king.
0: <laughs> but uh one of the things too is for how close the beer community is with one another. One of the things I would like to see a change of is the people in the beer community, the people who who support and, and buy and, and talk about beer and you're in all these beer groups. Um, don't be so rough, and so hard and so critical, like it takes a lot to make a beer. It, right. it, it takes a lot to get distributing. It takes a lot, and, and you have to realize, especially in Pennsylvania, they're they're fighting an uphill battle with legislation and everything 100%. like that. So if someone, if if the new hot trend is, let's just say for an example, I'm using it like is 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 new trail. If people are in a new trail now, let them be in the new trail. Just because right. something gets popular doesn't mean it has to be shit on. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like, I oh, just, that's too mainstream. <laughs> yeah, who cares? Enjoy the beer. If they make good beer, enjoy it. And if they don't, and, well, that's all they make. Well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know what I mean? Right. So I, I just wish the people who support the beer were just as friendly and welcoming as the people who make it.
1: 100%.
0: Yeah, that's that's probably my biggest takeaway, as I wish more people who, who were, like, take they're leading by example, but the people aren't following, you know?
1: Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Uh, and I, th- but that's kind of tough. Like, I don't think people would ever change because humanity's not known for change. Oh, humans suck sometimes. Uh, we just you know? as, as human
0: beings, we're not good <laughs> creatures. So we're just awful.
1: I think part of it is too just too many people have never experienced uh, entrepreneurship. They've never went out and tried to do their own thing, so they, you know, don't typically appreciate everything that goes into making that thing you enjoy or you don't enjoy. I mean, it's fine having an opinion. I think if we, I th- how we started off everything, if you if we can come together and actually have a conversation about it, not just bashing someone for, you know, no reason and tying a little bit back into uh untapped if you can look at things objectively for the style Mm -hmm. if it's like true to the style then i get that but a lot of people they you know they don't have the self-awareness um to make that determination they just oh this tastes terrible i hate it yeah this has to be this has to suck
0: what are what are um some future plans for first sip box that you Like I'm always about speaking something into existence. So you have like a goal, like a bucket list goal or something you want to do in the near future.
1: Yeah. So our goal um, as COVID, you know, hopefully keeps heading behind us um, is to continue to scale and grow our team. We want to bring on some actual, you know, full time employees um, focusing on B2B for us. So our business to business segment of our company where we do corporate gifting. So, for example, we work with a real estate company um, where every house he sells, he gets a brew box sent to that house thanking that client for using his service, you know, his platform as a realtor. Uh, So continuing to grow that that piece of our company, um, continue to bring on more brewery partners, grow our uh, YouTube uh, channel, because as we were doing tons of research, we had a competitive analysis done, we are now the only... Well, I, I can't say only because one company might still be around, but they haven't posted on social media in like 70 days. So traditionally, that means that, you know, they're like beer merch, type, like a beer merch a, box. Yeah. The so only they, one I ever, ever heard going away
0: was um, it was on Howard Stern and it wasn't so much beer. It was more bar related. It was the uh, dive bar box. Mm. That's the only thing I've ever heard that was similar to what you're doing. I mean, there are people who ship beer. But the, what you're doing with T-shirts and swag, right. I don't. I've never heard. I thought I think it's a great idea. And I'm, well, hap- I'm happy from PA, so it's all it's easier to support for me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there was only two other companies that we were, you know, monitoring. Um, just you know, in not monitoring like the CIA, kind of just watching yeah. them. But you know, I want to see what good stuff they're putting out that may spur different innovative ideas that we have. Like you have to know what's out there. Yeah. Um, one of those two companies just went out of business. Um, you know, no one ever likes to see that, uh, but it's just how you know the market works. Um, the other company, we—it's funny because the owners of that company. Went out of their way and blocked my wife and I from looking at their Instagram. We never said anything bad. We actually liked some of their stuff. Like we enjoyed what they were doing, but I guess they somehow found out who we were personally and blocked us from watching, looking at any of their social media stuff. And that happens to be the same company that hasn't posted for 60 or 70 days. So when you're playing that type of defense, that typically means, you know, something's going on internally. So with that said, we are now the only company um, that we know of that even remotely does you know what what we do tying in the breweries and everything like that so that Puts us in a great position to kind of rise like a phoenix out of the ashes after, you know, COVID and everything. So we're looking to just really scale up, fill some of those gaps out there, and uh, get my wife to stop working her full-time job so she can join me working full-time on the company. Because now she's doing both and coaching basketball. Oh, so I used to I used to lot.
0: coach soccer, man. That's a that's a tough. Yeah. And I don't even I didn't even have kids. I just did because I liked coaching. It's not mm-hmm. easy, not easy. No,
1: I mean she loves it. That's kind of like yeah. her. Her downtime, so she doesn't have to be around me. That's why she loves it when I do these shows. So uh, I don't talk to her as much afterwards because I tuck her myself out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, in the same way.
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, you know, this has been a great time, Tony. Like, I'm really happy you shot us um, a little... I don't even really know. What do you call just a DM on Twitter? I got, <laughs> I was like, I got up in those a, I got up in those DMs, boy. I don't know. He's just slid in those DMs. <laughs>
0: no, uh, man, I'm all about collaboration and I'm not the biggest yet. I mean, but I feel like the hard work will pay off. But I I really, really like hearing other people's stories and having just that communication. So I appreciate you answering back and and willing to collaborate with us. And hopefully
1: we set this up in like 48 hours. Yeah, like it was quick. (laughs) Yeah, man, I
0: I appreciate your time, man. And I I wish you nothing but the best. And if anytime you ever want to have a conversation or want to come on our end and hang out or once this is over, you're in my neck of the woods or I'm in your neck of the woods, we'll reach out and hang out.
1: Hell yeah, man. So for all the folks out there, can you give one last shout out to uh, where they can find you?
0: Yeah, so you can find us on all social media for the most part. uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. um, I think that's about it. Yeah, but uh, you can find us there on social media at Banging Beers Podcast. all podcast apps you can search iwep network um but if you're on spotify itunes stuff you can just type our youtube you can type in and beers our episodes will pop up and you could follow us that way um yeah support let us know listen to an episode tell us what you like what you don't like what you what you think we can work on feedback is always welcome um unless you're just being rude <laughs> but uh in which yeah. case
1: unplug your ethernet cable and go to bed Yeah, yeah
0: make a podcast and then Sometimes, you know <laughs> yeah anyway, but uh, no man, I just I, I, I appreciate anyone who's willing to sit and listen to someone talk for over an hour. That's right. Podcasts aren't for everybody, so the people they are for, I appreciate that people who take time. I personally love them. I've always been a talk radio guy, but um, yeah, that's where you could find us. Uh, shoot us a message and we're always down for a conversation. If you, if you if you have a brewery in your area or you have a beer you want us to try and you, you're wondering what our take is, we're always down to go find it and try it out.
1: Absolutely. And you know, with that said, thank you guys for you know sticking with us this whole time. I know that you enjoyed it, but in case you didn't, just drink more beer. You'll get through it. Yeah. Everything will be okay. Um, you can find out more about us at first at Um, and as well as our social media handles are all at first at brewbox. You got the Facebooks, the Instagrams, Twitters, YouTubes, LinkedIn, TikTok, Pinterest. And I think that's pretty much all of them. And if you guys found value in this, you enjoy this, please write down below, hit the like button, and subscribe and hit the little bell so you get all the wonderful notifications. But most importantly, more important than all that, more important than anything we said today, what are you drinking? Toss down below whatever you're drinking um, and what brewery is, you know, what's in right now for you guys.
0: and you know look real quick he's using the bombs from the beard and look how amazing his beard looks and i am not and look how terrible (laughs) mine looks so that's enough right there to get brew box don't look like me look like him
1: (laughs) that's actually a good segue into another episode we did (laughs) with crafty suds jump on there this cuban cigar beard bomb is delicious i mean not delicious don't eat it it's delicious to my nose yeah yeah, oh my god, that smells so good.
0: Yeah, there you go. That's another yeah. reason we get to get his box. You won't look like a schlub like me. You'll be you'll be dapper and looking amazing.
1: <laughs> oh man, I take all the compliments I can get. So thank you so much, Tony, for that. Yeah, and for coming on this episode of the Daily Sip. Thanks, Tony. Cheers. Later, brother.